Well, hello and welcome to episode 174 of the ANF podcast from the ANF Network with me, Scott Casson-Rennie, and him, Al Coates. Al Coates. Happy birthday, Scott. <laughs> yeah, and for like, there's two birthdays. Easy. I was going to say, you've just flicked me the Vs there. Yeah, sorry. So, which birthday are you referring to? Uh, well, you very, very appropriately announced that it's actually our seventh birthday as a podcast this week it or last is. week when this comes yes. out. Yeah, 12th of October. October. <sighs> oh, Scott, uh, we were so young. And naive. Fresh-faced. Such plans. Hope in our hearts. <laughs> Although, like I did say to you before we started recording, you're lucky we still speak to each other. Never mind doing a podcast together. Well, after you seven have moved years. country. Well, yes. <laughs> but think about seven years. A lot. Loads. Mm. Mm. Thousands of things has happened in seven years. I nearly died. You nearly lost your hand. Um, you've become a grandparent. I'm about to become a grandparent. Uh, I've moved. Not to a different country, left a job. I got an MBE. You, yeah, you got that that um, chocolate symbol for your chest or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> we've been trolled, we've been loved, we've been trolled, we've been trolled some more. We've laughed. And we've laughed. We've, we've cried. cried. Yes. Ah. So seven years. Yeah. So, yeah, happy birthday to you as well. And happy birthday to you. I think it was a great idea of you to start a podcast. Um <laughs> I have a list as long as your arm at the beginning of, of the, we're on the very eve of National Adoption Week and I've got a long list of stuff uh, to get to in terms of news and government policy sure. and reports. We, but all I, of that I, can, stuff, I think we yes. just need to say we have very limited discussions and chats over the summer because we have been just insanely busy, both of us, all of us. Absolutely. absolutely. So this is really the first time we've spent just time together chatting. This yeah. could go anyway. This could and literally the, go anyway. And the terms of the restraint order have finally lapsed. So now we can get back together yeah, and talk. And yeah. um, the first thing I want to say, Scott, Scott, if you have you've had a bad day, haven't you? I have, Al. I have. And we're not going to oh. dwell on it too much because I I have uh, in my on my side here, I have a very, very large glass of wine because today I had to take the very difficult decision to put our 16-year-old dog down. So, I'm having a very large glass of wine because it's been quite a horrid day. Um, and of course, as as with any animal that you have put down, they tend to do it at the end of the day. So, at half past five this evening, I was in the vets with my little Harry, and uh, I said goodbye to him. So, yeah, he was very old and oh, very, very what's the word? Um, lame, should we say? He was deaf. He was blind, which. I, to be fair, that's half this house anyway, because neither hear you nor see you. So it was yeah. not unusual for the dog to be the same. But yeah, he's 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 gone to a better place, shall we say, over the Rainbow Bridge, as the vet said, which I wasn't sure what she meant by that. Because oh, I'm yeah, not sure I've heard... the Rainbow Bridge to anywhere particularly. But well, is yeah. he turning gay when he gets there? Well, he <laughs> might <laughs> if he wasn't gay already. <laughs> Who so knows? Just... <laughs> <laughs> so I just <laughs> anyway. Um... Well, how would we know? I don't know. How do dogs? Let's not go there. Yeah. No, That's no. a different podcast. A completely different. But thank you for asking. But yes, it's been a hard day, so I'm looking forward to you cheering me up. Well, Scott, this is this is the moment, and I, I'd just like you to know that I'm this bit. We're going to keep the video of this bit because this is quite a moment. Um, it was my birthday last week, was it? It was. Yeah, it's your, it's your birthday next week. It's my birthday yes. last week, and uh, yeah. I was 52, and I did a really good trick of actually just telling everyone I really wanted nothing to happen. And they, they, it was just like another Tuesday and we had the best birthday I've ever had because that was no expectation. But in the midst of all that, I opened a box and I, there was two boxes together. It was very odd because like, it was like a random box shape, you know, when you, like, you get to a certain age and you kind of know what's going to be given to you. Mm. And these were sort of a very peculiar sort of shape and consistency. And I thought, well, what could be in there? And Scott, I just want you to know that I've been given two very special <laughs> gifts and your reaction will probably be like my reaction. And this is this is them. I'm bringing them on, on the screen now for the dear listeners. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you for real? No. I've got to screenshot that image. Oh, my God. Wait a minute. I've got to take a photo of that. Sorry, listeners. Um, we're not going to edit this, but that is just hilarious. 
So it's two small cuddly toys. Um, one is a, a little lumberjack and one is a man wearing a mankini, but photographs... <laughs> I just saw that. <laughs> but so one has got my a photograph of my face on, the lumberjack, and the one in the mankini has got... And honestly, I was genuinely appalled when I first pulled them up because oh the, heads, the, the heads are the same size as human heads. Yeah. And... Well, if you leave them around the house, I keep walking in and going, oh, my God, go out. <laughs> so I, don't know what's, I don't know what's more, more horrifying, the fact that, I take it this was a good Mrs. C. Of course it was. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure whether I like having those six-pack lines or not. because. Well, it's a good thing. So, so... Oh, that is hilarious. And I so, love um, how you didn't post on social media about that because, like, you waited till to now. To just, I've waited, I've waited. And I'm hilarious. I'm going to edit that piece of video because this is recorded on video as well. I'm going to edit that piece of video just to get your reaction because I think that's quite special. Um, and I might refrain and just release it on Saturday. Just Or maybe I'll trail it. People will get, yeah, I'll trail it. That's, that's a good that's something. Yeah, we like yeah, that. Yeah. So, th so, yeah, my birthday was all good. Everything fine. Um. So, um, Scott, as well, I mean, we are kind of into the long grass. There's lots of stuff to get to, but I think it's important as well to acknowledge that last week, or the week before, sorry, the day of the Openness and Adoption Conference, you were doing something quite important yourself. So how did that go? You would tell us about that. <laughs> yes. Whatever, whatever you're up to. Oh, God. Well, I sent you photographs and you nearly, mm. well. <laughs> oh, flashback. It's so alive. Oh, I forgot. I'd actually forgotten. So that was last Wednesday. No, it was, was a week last on Wednesday. Wednesday. It was no, so two weeks. It'll be two tomorrow. weeks Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Um, and bearing in mind, we are recording in advance of whenever this goes out. I think this will go uh, out on the 14th of October. So, yeah. Anyway, um, so on the 20th of September, yeah, I was. I went for my annual checkup, which um, I had last year. It wasn't an annual one. It was a six-monthly one, but the, it was supposed to be the same procedure. And um, yeah. Um, where do I even start? I'll try not to go on too long about it. But when they told me, so it was the same letter, same, you know, same procedure, blah, 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 same rules, same, you, can, you can't have any breakfast, all that sort of stuff and what have you. And I was like, cool, fine, no problem. No anxiety about it till the day before, which unlike last That's year, good. last year I was, oh, I yeah. was traumatized by the even thought of it because I didn't want to Google it. I didn't want to see YouTube videos unlike my husband watching them in my presence and then flinching and nearly <laughs> vomiting when he saw them. So that wasn't helpful. But anyway, long story short, they remembered because they wrote in my notes that I was to be sedated. So that was a tick, a big tick. But when they said, we're also going to give you painkillers, I was thinking, well, you didn't do that last year. So mm. what, why would you be giving me painkillers this year? Didn't think much of it. Just thought, well, that would be nice because then, you know, I'll just be easy, easy floaty afterwards and then they also said we're also going to give you a steroid um because you're allergic to the dye because last year after the metal they used metallic oh. dye when they flood your head and i came out in the worst rash ever <laughs> <laughs> like literally allergic to the dye so they had it all under control and i was like this is great this is fantastic so they put the cannula in blah 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 had the, had the procedure, which is it's called a cerebral um, angiogram. So it's where they um, they basically put a catheter in through your groin and they go up to your oh. neck with the catheter. So the catheter ends at your neck and the, the artery that they use is obviously the one that goes up to the brain. Um, and then what they do is they inject um, slowly um, certain amounts of met this metallic dye and then they obviously have, a, have you on the screen. But you can't really see the screen because I'm just sitting there thinking, oh, look, there's a fly. Oh, look. Oh, so you high as a kite. What? Yeah, uh, pretty much. Chill yeah. down. So Chill it down. was great. It was great. I was just like, yeah, whatever. You know, just do whatever. Um, anyway, uh, so they came to the end of the procedure and they showed me the screen. They showed me my coils on the screen. I've never seen them before, but they showed me where they were. Nice. Um, and they showed me my brain and all that sort of stuff. So it was, I wish I was able to take my phone in with me to take photos. You know, that kind of, what's yeah, that yeah. called? Where you, you're a bit like weird about stuff like that but you could you know what's it called when you i don't know it's maybe it's a anyway anyway it's got a name it'll come back to me as you can see the memory is still not great um anyway so i had the procedure and um unlike last year i was allowed to go after two hours last year not this year no 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 four hours oh. i had to lie flat on my back i wasn't allowed mm. to move for four hours and of course, when you're lying on your back, men of a certain age with their bladders, you know, they tend oh. to 
hurt yes. after a while if they're feeling a little bit full. Anyway, I managed to move on to my side. That relieved the pressure because they gave me one of those things. You know them them things that you can pee into in hospital? Uh, yeah, yeah, like I, a... Yeah, yeah. A pee, random... Pee thing. Yeah, pee thing. Thing. yeah, whatever. Pee thing. Um, a bedpan, bedpan. That's it. I couldn't no. use it. I couldn't use it because it was All right. so like the cubicles were so small, and I was conscious that the, <laughs> the woman, the woman who was with the man next door, her arse kept on flapping through the curtain and all that sort of stuff. And I'm thinking, well, I'll get caught. Performance I'll get caught. anxiety. I'll kick, yeah, I'll get caught with my willy out, and I'm just not doing it. I'm just not prepared to do it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so I, I managed to get myself on my side. Anyway, long story short, eventually after my tea and toast, which can I just say, hospital, <laughs> post-treatment, tea and toast is just the best thing ever, all right? I'm, I don't care what anyone says. Tea and toast in hospital after procedure is just the best thing ever. Um, four hours laid there. Uh, Tris came in to get me, and they put a nice big sticky bandage on my groin and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And within about two hours, Al, I was literally looking like a pincushion. The bruising was unbelievable. Now, last year, not even a pinprick. Couldn't even see a pinprick. This year, my whole leg was literally blue, black. black what, blue. you did post it on social media in a shameless I manner, did, I have yes. to say. Yes. Um, um, and and I did can I you. interject? Yeah, that, well, exactly that. So last year, yeah. as I sent you a picture of my gammy finger. Um, and then this year, you sent me a picture of your nethers. Yes, I did. Because and, you nearly made me sick with your gammy finger. Well, I was in polite company and, and oh, a message from Scott, my good friend. Let me have a little look. <laughs> what the hell? That's how I lose my registration. <laughs> Listen, there was a website. There was a, there was a worse photo than that. You'd be glad I didn't send you that one. No, <laughs> no. Saying. I've seen too much. So anyway, long story short, I met the doctors tomorrow because I'm going on holiday on Wednesday. Um, and I just wanted oh. to check out because the bruising's still there. It's not as you bad. Are. It has started to come down. But yes, quite a horrific thing. However, the great news is, and I'm sure everybody will be nonplussed by it, that Dear they've listener. told me they've told me that whilst one of the coils has started to compact um, compact, yeah, so it's started to shrink in the in the in the, one of the aneurysms. Um it's not of any concern. I don't have to go for back for two and a half years. So that's great that's news. Good news. That yeah. is great news. So oh, we'll, well take well that done. as a win. Yes. Yeah. And thank you for asking, Al. I know that was a long old kind yeah, of explanation. But I feel like, like I had to set the set the tone and you know all that sort of stuff. You're a bit like Ronnie Corbett, these these long winded you know other people have just said, Oh, it was fine. <laughs> Stung a bit, but no, no, no. Never used. No, never used why? two words when thirty-seven would do. And I wonder why Jacob t t takes you ten minutes to tell a story that could take just ten seconds. But there you I, go. Uh, you feel my pain. Well, on the yeah. same day, I went to the uh, openness and adoption you conference, did. and that was really good. And but there's a podcast out about that, so I don't really feel a need to refresh well, that. But um, I, I re thought it was a really good day, and I thought it was just um. What I was really pleased about was the kind of the amount of people there. And I think that's that's the thing that was exciting. And I think there was overall, there's about 500 attendees. And I think there was, I mean, anyone who's kind of familiar with this world, if you want to go and Google it and look online, then you can see that there's a bit of a roar. But I think yeah. that uh, the worst thing that could have happened was no one was talking about it. So I think, you know, it is what it was and other opinions are available and people have got all of that. So. I'm not going to rehash any of that. So that's another thing that I was up to. You were going to come as well, weren't you? I was you going to come. And that would have been great. That the same thing. Yeah. Uh, it would have been. It, it would have right. been. It been. Yeah. Uh, so I'm working through my uh, long and, uh, list of things. Can we just um, can we just touch on one thing that happened today? Today's Monday, yes. So new CEO yes. of the Consortium of Voluntary hey. Adoption Agencies, friend of the show, Sat Winter, Sandu. Absolutely. He's, so um, IC, ICA, IAC? CVAA. No, his previous, so he was the CEO of Intercountry of the, Adoption Agency, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. IOC. Um, which has become a part of Quorum now. So it's Quorum Intercountry Adoption now, I think, I believe. Yeah. Um, which, you know, is, is quite sad in some ways, but obviously it needed to happen. So, but, um, you know, wow. good luck. Good luck, Quorum. Um, I'm not sure they needed anything more because i think that there's you know but anyway that's just my opinion no 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 i think that i think that's really interesting that i mean sat is you know friend of the show and he's really you know he knows what he's doing and i think he's a really yep. able guy um absolutely uh, but i do think it's interesting and i think yeah the ioc <laughs> the international I <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway 
those guys. Um, I think that uh, I think when we've got to kind of get used to, that. I think that we're going to see yeah. those adoption shrinks as we want. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It, it had a good run, you know. It was, yeah. and yeah. But it's interesting. And what I hope, though, because I think CVA has become so Annie was around mm -hmm. Annie. Oh, what's her second name? I can't remember. Crombie. Annie Crombie. Now she was, oh, she was a force to be reckoned with, was Annie. But anyway, yes. Annie left a couple of years ago. She told ago us off, didn't she? Do you remember always, telling us? She was always telling us off. <laughs> told, we got proper, proper dressed down, didn't we? Yeah. So she was the CEO for a long time. And, and the, the CVA seemed to be present. It seemed to be there. It seemed to be doing things. You mm -hmm. know? It seemed to be really engaging with agencies and you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, and I'm not sure what happened. And I'm not sure whether it was just a change in direction or whatever when Maggie took over. But um, didn't they lose the secretariat? They did. Of the, yes. Of and the, I think that. Um, yeah. So and I think that probably didn't help. But so do you want I to think, explain that to people because that we're just talking maybe in jargon there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So so they were the secretariat for the ASGLB as was. So the adoption special guardian leadership board, which was the ALB back back when they had it, and obviously it tried. Yeah. So they used to. Um, administer administer administrate a big it. job yeah yeah it was a very big job and they used to run events and uh, all the rest of it for on behalf of the dfe for yeah. the alb and for but, other agencies and yes the, and the uh, adoption support user group that you know yeah. kicked off of um so yeah <laughs> um, but there was an element of them being the neck that turned the head in the sense that yes. um that's very well that's maybe derogatory but in the sense that they were they had a strong influence and steer over which way they went. I'm sure that the maybe the minister and the DFP would maybe disagree with that, but it felt like that they had, a, they, they had a, a positive influence. So they did. They absolutely did. Yeah. Um, and then obviously that came up for retender, and obviously they, they didn't get it in Corum. I got it. Um, you know, and fair play to Corum. I, you know, that's, and they've oh, done great job. just as good a job um, of, of what they've done. Because I think the, the, the format of it all changed as well. And I don't think it's yeah. quite as big a thing as it was maybe back in the day. Um, and yeah, so the, the CVA have been doing things, but not not they've not been as present. as present as I remember them. And you know, I did I did um, I saw on Sat's um, LinkedIn post today because he's he started today as CEO. And I did say that you know, hopefully we'll begin to see more of a presence again because I think that you know the CVA is a very key part of what is happening with adoption right now. I don't know. Is it a poison well, chalice? Well, I, perhaps it is, but I think that actually they could really, really do some fantastic work if. You know, everything that's changing around adoption, I think that they could really pick it up because I think they could actually be the people yeah. that help to, you know, to change change some of the, the I know that the Ofsted thing. Get ahead of the message but, sort of thing. Yes, be exactly. the one that drives yeah. the message here yeah. as opposed Rather to... Rather than be just following on and saying, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, and engage with, you know, the adoptive people who don't have the platform to be able to, you know, share their share their um their experiences and all that sort of stuff. And I just think that this would be the, the time would be now for something someone like the CVA to have that because it is the consortium of voluntary adoption agencies. But I just think that you know there there has to be we have to have something for that. And I think that it could be it could be them. So yeah, I'm I've got my fingers crossed. Whether that'll happen or not, I don't know. And does it concern me anymore? No it doesn't because I don't live in England. So you know but just my experience, you know. Yeah. Well, that's, that's I not. I think that's a bit disingenuous to yourself. I think you are genuinely interested. I think you keep your finger on the pulse. And um, now, so we're we're going from the the national uh, to the mundane. Scott, I oh. um, applied for a new job. Oh, did you? McDonald's recruiting now, are they? Do, do you know that I once applied for McDonald's and I didn't get it? No, I'm I know. Do you know, I once I once applied to Tesco's and I didn't get it. And that says something. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> I, I was like, I was shocked. I'm the only person I've known that's never got a job in McDonald's. I, was, I can't. Um, uh, yeah, I applied for a job as a panel chair. Ah, oh, you didn't tell me the panel chair. You just said panel. Oh. Yeah, I didn't get it. Um, well, mm, I've got a few thoughts on that. But why I didn't get it or what other job? No, because, well... Well, actually, that's yeah, that's a bit that's a bit rude, actually. 
he didn't get but, the chair's I mean, job. But but the reason I'm saying that is because you do were really good. Yeah, you well, know, obviously, so. but but I'm thinking in terms of progressiveness and and you know all that sort of stuff. I'm yeah, I think that you know, given all we know, but maybe that's why you didn't get it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a really good reset for me because I thought um, it made me really think about well, where you know where am I and what where, what do I want to do? And I thought it's an opportunity to have kind of an influence into an RAA, and it's kind of a it's a really important job. Um, and I think they were right in the sense that I've not got a massive amount of experience of chairing chairing things. Um, right. Okay. Uh, so I thought, yeah, actually, on reflection, that's half probably right um when i saw who got the job who people with lots of experience of chairing things so that's good and um, but they offered me a job on the post on panel so i said after much after my initial oh my god i can't believe it they how, give me dare job. You? How, how dare you how very dare you and i then thought no actually i'll do that i'll, yeah. I'll be up for that yeah and i'll maybe well, be a an influence there. Well, do you know, it's, it's, I mean, I don't sit in a panel anymore because the agency that I sat in a panel for, they stopped doing um, assessments because of the landscape, which, mm. you know, I totally, I totally get. Um, and I think that, um, you know, whatever people say about us, we absolutely, well, I personally went into those panels really challenging people with their opinions mm. and their ideas and stuff to make sure that, you know, we're really up to date as possible. And, that, you know, bear in mind, it was a, a voluntary agency, so it wasn't um, local authorities. So the, the children had all, you know, the children were being placed separately. This was about the a couple's or a single person's um, suitability to adopt rather than, you know, actually placing children. But I think that it's such an important part to make sure, such an important thing to make sure that, panel members are very much up to date and don't have this kind of old-fashioned view on adoption and in actual fact what you listen to so not what you hear but what you listen to is actually it actually reflects in what your input is into panel so i think you know i yeah. I, I loved my time on the panels absolutely and i would do them again at a drop of that um but yeah and, and i think that you're that you're the same as me in that that sense you know that you would be definitely yeah. kind of thinking and i think as well you're you know, the time, the time, the length of time I've known you, you know, don't take this the wrong way, but you have grown as an individual as well. You might be 52, <laughs> but no, you have, you have since, because when I first met you, you, you didn't know any gay people. I'd seen them on the telly. Well, exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Colin and what's his name on the EastEnders in 1982 uh, or whatever it was. With uh, the comment from our last podcast, which hasn't been released yet, still ringing in my ears i'm not going to preempt it i will you will know when i you, yes about me and you and what you brought to the table anyway i, I yeah i think that there's in terms of the panel anyway back to the panel and um, i am really looking forward to that but it's set in the context of my ra my ra has yeah. kind of joined aligned with some other ras to mm -hmm. become a center for excellence which has kind of gone under the radar a little bit and um, so that's interesting and they've you said, know saying, I think there's sorry. a reason why it's gone under the radar a little bit. I think that's because there's less of it's it's being less public now. I think all these kind of progressive ideas and things, and I think part of that is because you're getting shot down straight away for even mentioning that you're trying to improve things or that you're trying to change things yeah. because instinctively, it's a hostile you know, environment. It, yeah, it absolutely is. And I think you know the days of being able to post about these these um, celebrations and I will call it a celebration because a center of excellence isn't just about saying, Oh, adoption is fabulous. It's about looking at the guts and in nuts and yeah, bolts of adoption. Yeah. Um, and I think that as soon as you say center of excellence, people think, Oh, so you're saying that, you know, adoption is, is the most amazing thing and blah, blah, without looking at the context behind it. And I, I think that's telling. And, you know, I, my, yeah. my, my yeah. social media feeds now is very little about adoption. So, you know, Oh, it's almost silent because you know that there's a, the, the backlash is not i can post anything about adoption and i know that i will get people kind of who want who use that as a springboard to talk about what they want to talk about adoption which yeah, i guess is absolutely. that's the nature of social media it's a social it. market it's yeah. a marketplace so that's yeah. not a criticism of anyone but it just means that uh people who don't particularly want to get into some sort of you know and then it often it gets personal and yada 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 yeah, um, um so why would you do it so that's fine yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm so well done you panel. well done you yeah. i can't wait to hear more about that offline because you no doubt you know well, uh, up to now, I've, I mean, I've got to get my DBS through the system oh, I, and all that kind of God. stuff. So, <laughs> good luck with that, then, mate. <laughs> you are, well, yeah. I did think that. Um, 
you know, I did, I was having this comment with someone. I said, you know, I'd really struggle to be approved as a foster carer now because of some of the stuff that's gone down um, in terms of, you know, doing a local authority check. The, the, the local authority lit things of all the things that have happened in the house, you know, children that don't, yeah. child in need, mm-hmm. <laughs> all of that kind of stuff. People go, mm, foster carer, really? Anyway, yeah. people will go on and work that out. And um, oh, right, I'm working my way through my very long list of things we need to talk about. Um, uh, do you want, shall we talk about it's National Adoption Week? What are you? I mean, you're, you'll be on holiday. You're going for a you're going for a Cass and Rennie weekend, aren't you? Which is about six or seven weeks, is that? Bloody <laughs> <laughs> hell! Okay, so just so you know what my October and November is. So right, I'm okay, going, I'm, I'm, I'm going to write this down. Right. So I am literally a week, a proper me and you week, seven days in Turkey with my. She's like my sister, but she's my friend, um, her mum and my goddaughter. So that's um, happening this Wednesday. Then I'm back and the baby is due. Baby. So I'm going to be staying in the UK for a couple of weeks um, with my friend who I've just talked about there because that's where I stay. And they're not too far away from where my oldest son and his girlfriend live. Um, So, yes, I will be a grandparent in October, which is rather exciting, but also... Terrifying. You know, anyway, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I can't wait for her to be born because it is a she and I know her name and all that sort of stuff. But I'm not going to share Ooh. any of that on this. Not going to tell everybody because, you know, that would be <laughs> oversharing. Um, and then on the 25th, uh, Tris and I are going for a two week cruise across uh, the Atlantic. Um, it's not two weeks. Well, it's not, but the cruise is two weeks. It's just that the whole time that we're away is three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm, so it's, a, I'm it's a tryst week. My guts to, it's a tryst. It's a tryst. It, it's a tryst early afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, oh, I'm just knocking oh, yeah. off a few hours early. Oh, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, do you know what? It's just yeah. It's just been one of those years for us, and we're treating ourselves, and we're celebrating becoming grandparents. So there you go. Anyway, oh, on holidays, yeah. Mrs. C is going off to Australia. For yes, three weeks. I know. What's that what all about? The hell. Yeah. Um, did, did the moss survive when you opened your wallet for this? I, oh, I'm sh- just... Hush your wicked mouth. No, um, she's always <laughs> wanted to go. That's that job on the panel, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Uh, McDonald's. Um, <laughs> no, she wants, she's always wanted to go, so I said, yeah, I said, now it might be the moment, let's do it. And then yeah. her brother and, uh, yeah, brother, she's going to go with her brother, so that's really cool. Yeah. And it's, I don't really want cousin, to go. Our cousin's just moved here, are not she? Yeah, cousins moved there, and and, and yeah. like it's never going to get easier. Yeah. So we just thought we'd do it. So she's got no, somewhere yeah, to stay no. and live there. So that's fine. And yeah. but listen, we've got plans. We're going to Canada, aren't we? So it's all good. Well, yeah, I'm I'm working on that. I've, I'm meeting someone tomorrow about that. So that's all good, right? And um, this is there's so much news. So much stuff has gone on. And um, the it's National Adoption Week coming up. It is, I, yeah. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it anymore. I just I've I've swung from being. Argh! To hey, and now I just feel like oh, it's a thing. So I had this issue on FASD Awareness Day on the 9th of September, uh-huh. and th- this is my reflections of that. Because, and I said it actually on my other podcast. You may want to take a listen. FASD, what's to crack from FASD Ireland oh. on the F- on the NF network. Um, but yeah, nice. so we 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 did a review of <clears throat> FASD Awareness Day myself and Maggie. Um, and I mentioned on there this this thing about happy FASD day, happy, this happy thing. So people celebrating <laughs> FASD. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure that's the right way to kind of frame it. Do you know what I mean? And I think that when we say National Adoption Week, it used to be, and it did, and I, I was the world's worst for it. I used to say, oh, you know, it's adoption, it's National Adoption Week, and this is how great it is, and blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm like you. I don't feel like that anymore. I want to celebrate the fact that you know I've I've got my children and I hold them and love them dearly. But I now understand the complexities of adoption. Yeah. And just how. I I I don't want to say it's like the most stupid thing in the world, but it's actually the most stupid thing in the world, in this <laughs> modern age. And it's it's National Adoption Week. But what are we? What are we? How are we framing it? You know, the the yeah. hashtags you can adopt will be all about recruitment, and you know this one will be all about that. And, but what about what about the complexities of it, the 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 downsides the of it, how it affects people, <laughs> you know, all that sort of stuff. And I just don't think that's there. And for that reason, 
I'm going to do a Dragon's Den. I'm out. There you go. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even engaging with it. Um. Yeah. I, I mean, I totally get that. And I think we probably felt exactly the same last year. I, I'm conscious that it has broadened it in terms of its sort of level of diversity and sort of asking bigger questions. I mean, this week. Uh, we've got a podcast coming out from um, Christy, who's a birth parent, fantastic podcast, and really, and and just show that, and it's not a, you know, whatever you want to, however you want to characterize birth parents, they're just not that, they're not yeah. that, it, it, there's nuance and complications, and she's Absolutely. really articulate and able to, you know, and she puts, put together a really cracking, um, uh, you know, really, she, she articulates really well her, yeah. her, the whole thing, but also you come away going, ah, there's lots of complicated questions. And she sort of acknowledges that. Mm. Um, so well, no different to, to we had a, we had a, an email the other day, didn't we? And we responded to it. It's, it's someone from another podcast and I can't remember off the top of my head who it was, but they're anyway, they're, they're, yeah, they're adopted people. Um, and uh, we said, yeah, fine. Well, you said fine. Yeah, come on. And then you said to me, do you want to be involved? And I'd seen the reply and it said, just so you know, these guys are, uh, what's it called? Pro-preservation. Family, family preservation. preservation. Yeah. And I said to you, I said, absolutely, I want to be on that because I am pro-preservation of families as well. Yeah. It's not, I, I think there's this, this, there's this kind of thing about adoptive parents being pro-children put into the care system and pro-children yeah. being adopted and stuff like that. And, and I think that actually you're, it's, it's, yeah, we've we've moved on. Well, I've you and I have certainly moved on from that. I can't speak for every adoptive parent in the world, but certainly we've moved. We have moved on from that. We've moved on from that kind of frame of mind of thinking that you know, yes, well, you know, if a child is in the care system, then why would you not adopt them? You know, we've we've kind of gone yeah, through yeah. that. We've gone through that journey, and you know, I'm, I, I won't lie. It's because of this podcast I've gone through that. Um, yeah, we've because, rubbed shoulders with so many amazing people. Well, all those conversations that we've had, you know, I've, mm-hmm. especially in the first couple of years, you know, I used to live, listen to every single conversation, conversations from the ANF podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it just opened my eyes. It opened my eyes, and you know, social media has opened my eyes. So it's just, you know, we National Adoption Week to me is. <laughs> It's not a celebration. That, that's yeah. all I'm saying. It's not something to be happy about, I don't think. Personally. I think it's maybe, I mean, go back. If you went back seven or eight years, it was it was sort of billed as a, you know, a big do. And I think it's it's probably a bit more measured and a bit more subtle now. And um, and it's interesting because it's, it's Kinship Care Week this week, um, like when we were recording. So that's the week. Um, and I think they've got a report coming out. And interesting to see that everyone sort of, I think everyone sort of jumped on the back of the, Adoption barometer, the UK model, right. and everyone's sort of doing the thing. And I think kinship are going to start doing something similar. PSA UK have done something similar. I think, yeah, great. And some of the yeah. statistics for kinship were really stark. And I think that that is something we we are really keen to hear more about. Um, so we're going to just watch it from afar, really. I don't think I'm going to yeah, any events. Well, yeah. No. I mean, I'm in London, and if someone invites me somewhere, I'll go. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do there. <laughs> It's, yeah, I'm in London from the uh, I think the twentieth, no, the seventeenth to the twentieth or whatever. Um, and if anyone wants me to, I will honestly go at the opening of an envelope. So don't worry about that. And he will as well. I will I can absolutely promise you that. I'm a absolute tart. Um, so there's a couple of um, uh, there's a couple of bits of legislative shenanigans. Are you up for a little mm. chit chat about that? Yeah, go on. As long as you well, tell me what they are. I'll be brief. Um. And I think the, one of them is we we mentioned it before when the government did, did a consultation, uh, the DFE did a consultation in terms of removal of Ofsted registration requirements for providers of adoption support services, where those providers are working under contract with an adoption agency. So that was one proposal that was that was consulted on. And the second one, probably the more, the one that's probably got more headlines and probably is a bit more, is much more emotive is the removal of offset registration requirement for providers of adoption related counseling and therapeutic services to adults. Mm-hmm. Um, and the government's come back and gone, yeah, we're going to do it. So that's really good. That is. Especially you for the second surprised. one. No, no, especially, especially for the, the second, second one. You have to bear in mind, and, and this is the thing, because I am not as upon information as I used to be, because 
well, uh, let's let's be honest. Twitter is no longer Twitter, is it? And you get you see what you it's X. Get, get shown. Yeah, you see what you get shown these days. Yeah. So these sorts of things I do skim me by because I don't spend any time on there particularly these days, um, and I know that that's a disappointment for many and probably a celebration for many more. However, I well, don't but, really that that was my information station. Do you know that's well, where I used to get my information. Your earlier point stands in that. It- Maybe five years ago, an announcement like this would have generated a, a lot of mm. people wanting to have a conversation around that online. But people now are just going, I ain't going to use the A word online because yeah. I'm going to get, yeah, it's going to get ugly potentially. Absolutely. Um, yeah. However, I will say that, you know, um, and, you know, the <laughs> thing that comes to mind, I saw a comment earlier today about it actually about records and things like that and you know as long as your adoption agency doesn't have a fire then you should be fine for your records kind of thing um but i, I think that that's long overdue i absolutely think that's long overdue in terms of um that because um it just it just it just it's just the right thing to do let's be honest about it it's just yeah. the right thing to do because people who were adopted need to be able to access those services and to have to go through an Ofsted registered agency or whatever you call them organization um when in actual fact you know there i I, don't get me wrong i'm sure there's cowboys i'm absolutely sure there's cowboys and i'm sure that we'll hear about that in time to come because oh i could tell you some stories exactly but you know we had pam hodgkins on ages ago didn't we and um, you know norcap was one of the first organizations to to kind of reunite people with their files and all that sort of stuff and that that conversation hasn't left me because i would hate i mean i have every single document that was ever written about my young people and i'm actually looking at them now because we've got them in our bedroom so that there's you know secure and what have you um yes i record a podcast in my bedroom sorry about that folks sorry to you know make you think that we're in a nice bbc studio somewhere but we're not i'm literally lying on my bed talking to al (laughs) the illusion is shattered illusion is shattered um but in all seriousness i'm looking on it and i can put my hand on you know every document um right now there is no interest in, in them accessing mm-hmm. those documents. and But they know they're there. They know they can have them at any time. Their life story books sometimes disappear because they want to have a look through them and all that sort of stuff, and, and that's all fine. But not everybody has that. Not everybody has been able to, you know, have that kind of experience of their, you know, and I'm sure you're the same with over time with mm-hmm. all your kids as well, that, you know, you've got the documents there. They can, you know, they can just access them. They can just have them at any point. Yeah. But not everybody's experience is that. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, everybody's experience is the same because it clearly isn't from, you know, from what we know from social media and the conversations that we've had with people and stuff like that. But when it's there and you want to see it, you should be able to. That's the point. So, you know, Absolutely. All this kind of having to apply for your flipping files. Well, it's your files. They're your files. They're that person's files. And yeah, just going through all that rigmarole to get them is just ridiculous. Absolutely bloody ridiculous. It is. And that the, I mean, that's the DFE that, that the DFE doesn't explicitly talk about that. But then the, no. um, the second item, which is a, a, a report from the, um, the public law working group interim report on adoption best practice in respect mm. to adoption um they've reported and i'll put a link in the show notes and it is a massive read so i'm not you know and i'm not going to pretend to have read it all i've sort of read through the, the it's broken down into five very specific areas now if you've got the time and can bear me reading i'll tell you what they are really briefly um it's looking it it's considered a current legal process for making adoption orders in England, Wales, and whether any reforms or changes are necessary to make it efficient for purpose, efficient and fit for purpose. Um, looking specifically at contact, that idea of maintaining family links, yeah. um, uh, access to adoption records, which is what you said, mm-hmm. um, processes and procedures in court, international adoptions. Yeah, so there's five there. And um, yeah. I would really recommend people... There, it's it's an interim report, so people are saying, "Look, well, the judge is just this judge," and I've, I, I'm going to try and yeah, get it wrong. I know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't want to go too deep into it, but I would encourage people to go and read it, um, and because they're looking for feedback from it, and I know that they take it very seriously. I know that it, it's the judiciary, so it's a different 
it's not the DFE. It will be kind of held in a very different way. But I think there's some really interesting stuff, and I don't want to again get too lot far deep into it. Um, but I think it was asking lots of really interesting questions about things which I was surprised. I was reading it, going, "Isn't this stuff we're already doing?" It was a bit in terms of it notes on preparation for adopters. It um, there's one bit. Um, I'm trying to find if I'd written it down. Yeah, so there was one bit. This is a bit technical, but it's mm. um, it's courts should consider in the right case the use of Section 51 of the Adoption and Children Act 2002, which contemplates the making of a contact order now or any time after the making of an adoption order. Um, I'll not read the rest, but what it's saying is that actually, is there a case for making a contact order that is binding? Because right now that sort of that's yeah. as bit wishy washy, isn't it? Yeah. But it's not being used. And I think that it's lots of considerations like that. And also in terms of supporting birth parents, which again, if this podcast this week, you know, Chrissy Christy, sorry, talks about she's Christy and Chrissy, alternatively, it depends on who you ask. Okay. She, you know, she, <laughs> and I said which one? She went, I'm happy either. Um <laughs> so but she talks about the impact of support on her and sort of life. You know that that really caught her at the right moment has really helped her to kind of move on. That mm. some people just don't get access to. So I think I would really recommend people go and look at, and I will put the link there. And then um, we will get we will do all we can to get Justice Jude on and come and make sense of it. And mm. I absolutely, I think she's up for it. But we just need to. I need to her email address. Basically, I have no idea. It's probably in there somewhere, isn't it? I'll I'll have a look, um. Yeah. But I'd rather do it with a. I'd rather do like it to her rather than just into inbox. Yeah. So I'm I'm looking for. I'm trying to get the right email address, um. So that it seems like there's a lot of stuff going on, but which sort of backs into the conference, and I think there was a lot of. Of course, there's more to do, but I think um yeah. Mark Owens, who um, friend of the show, was really right, and he said we can change the future. Mm-hmm. We can put in all this stuff now, and we can see. Uh, affecting the everyone who comes behind us, but what do we do for people like Pam's Hodgkin's generation? Um, yeah. Those, you know, people like uh, Lizzie Harvey, who's, you know, again, the generation below. Um, my children, your children, what do we do for yeah. them where contact has been bodged, basically? Yeah, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, oh bless you. Um, thank you. I'm clearing my throat there. Um, I, well, Scott, I think that um, that is all. I've got nothing else to add to this wonderful conversation. We've, we've rattled through an awful lot of stuff. Um, yeah, we have. I was just going to mention, um, so because we've had the Irish podcast come out over the summer, haven't we? Yes, got one, yes, yes. One more to go, I think? Uh, two more. Oh, no, the, yeah. which one? The kinship. We've done the kinship. The so kinship done... went out. Um, adoption Bernardo's, went out. Yeah, well, Bernardo's. Bernardo's for adoption went out. Very good one. Yeah, I thought, I thought so. I thought, I thought I was... I, I mean, they were all great. Don't get me wrong. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. But that one specifically was great because it really taught me a lot about Ireland and where we stand on adoption and stuff like that. Um, and we've got the foster care one to come out. Yeah. But the That's Irish fine. one dovetailed with the... Uh, the um, it did. Yeah, frequently. The adoption one we've done here. And it just kind of like, oh, that's yeah. really a serendipitous. It um, was, yeah. Um, but The fostering but, one was good. It's very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the one that's due to come out, isn't it? The fostering one. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out this yeah, month. Yeah, sometime. So, but um, within all of that, then we've obviously been we've had better me, better you do their podcast conversations. Those crazy um, guys. Uh, they're crazy. They are. They're absolutely mental. But do listen to them because they they talk a lot of sensible stuff, and you yeah. know it's great to see. You know what to talk um, about. And then between all that, we've had FASD Ireland ones, which is I'm I'm very still very tentative about doing them. Um, Why, and, Scott? Well, is that it's because you don't understand technology and <laughs> sending me one recording of all of the audio so I can't uh, mix it right? Apart from that, um, it's it's still finding our feet because it's obviously, you know, I'm obviously co-host with you on this podcast, but then going and doing it yourself is completely different when you're not as technology it's, saying it's whatever you want to call it. It is, it's podultery. Well, it yeah. Is it Alistair? I, did, I did another one last Campbell. week, by the way, but you're never going to hear that. What? One. Yeah, I did another one. Why do you get invited onto so many podcasts? Because I'm never... such a nice person, and you're no a nice one ever anyway, invites um, me on the podcasts. Yeah. Mm. It's, 
says all really does that anyway long story short with the fsd island one so we're coming so we've, we're three episodes in we're doing a we're doing series i'm doing them in series and the reason i'm doing that is because um we're now in 174th episode of this podcast and that's just yep. a mouthful now so i'm doing them in series and they'll sit on our fsd island's website that's, and stuff that's like. cool but what i'm so the reason i'm bringing it up is because we have um a really good couple of podcast coming up so the first one um the next one to come sorry the next one to come out will be me and tris actually um and i haven't recorded it yet but the reason i'm bringing it up is because there was um a survey done in ireland for fasd and it wasn't the most in-depth survey shall we say in terms of respondents so that the respondent size wasn't great um but it was yep. done by um the trinity college in dublin which is uh they do a lot of research and stuff and it was done by a lady called dr katie tobin who is massively interested in fasd and neurological kind of disorders and stuff like that so the launch of that report came out last week and tris and i attended um so we're going to be talking about that and it's it just seems to dovetail in with the irish kind of conversation no, no. um you know England is 20 years ahead of Ireland in terms of FASD. We're still, you know, it's still trying to push doors open to get people to understand about FASD and stuff like that in Ireland. Yeah. Um, and we also have the the final um, episode of the podcast will actually be with um, uh, what we call MPs in the UK, um, a TD here. Um, so um, an elected government representative for our area who has taken a massive interest in FASD and we interviewed her last week myself and Rob um, and that was such in, was so insightful in terms of that sounds great a government representative being introduced to this this condition that she knew nothing about a mother of six a mother of six yeah and she's not she's she's younger than me I'm just saying a mother of six right she You're had not that young child. Scott she had her last child last year Right, so that's how young I, I did. I actually, home. I did say it to her on the on the podcast. Said you've got a TV now, haven't you? Because like you can't have any more like six kids. Anyway, she's an independent uh, TD, and she it was just so insightful in terms of her understanding of it, how she's learned, how she's educated herself about FASD and stuff. So, yeah, I I, I mean, our kind of numbers of listeners are really good, but I just think if you want to know where FASD sits in Ireland, these podcasts are really good to kind of understand more about how different Ireland is about it um, and it's just been it's been an amazing experience but I'm just going to be doing these six and then next year we'll decide whether we do another series or have not. a little but, think yeah we'll, we'll be we'll be a bit more for, further forward with that at that stage yeah, but yeah. we've got um, some other stuff as well coming on the podcast we've if you recall we've got a paid um, collaboration which is rather exciting we do I we do know Big time with the University Proper. of Sunderland, and uh, they've spent got a the project. The money spent. But, oh, you know, we spent it. Like... We blew it on um, cuddly <laughs> toys and fast living. Um, holidays. <laughs> holidays, yeah. <laughs> um, lunches out and the podcast yeah. dime. Um, so they run a series of events, uh, or see, like a program of um, projects called Pull Up a Chair. And it's. Um, it covers a whole range of issues around children and social care and schools, and uh, but this specific one is looking at exclusions and children who are not attending schools or children who are struggling to attend schools. So we're going to be interviewing people whose children are struggling to attend schools, and we're going to be looking at the whole issue of why that may be, what the impact on there's been on them as a family of kind of how schools, yeah. which you know how schools manage that or don't manage that and or. And to be honest, I know enough. I mean, I don't know a lot about what's going on in the UK at the minute, but I know enough to know that that. That the rate of number deal. of children not in school is a huge thing at the minute. So I think that's yeah. going to be really interesting to kind of try and yeah yeah the, the, the paid bits the interesting no it's not <laughs> the, just it's like it's like a paid um spon a sponsorship or partnership and um, but we've also got Ellie Costello from Square Pegs as well who's kind of leads it through and she she they wrote a book beginning of the um. And she's coming on the podcast in a week or two. Um, so that's really good. We've got loads of really interesting people coming on. So um, thank you for listening. And if people would like to, uh, we do this for free, apart from our, yes. just having said said paid. Um, yeah, well, no, th th to be fair, that's, that's the, the first, first time we've ever been paid for anything. 
yeah in seven years um and we don't make a big thing of it um we've ne- you know why, why why would we we do it because we love talking we to each other and we do talk yeah. crap most of the time but oh. we well you do um but you know it's, <gasps> rude. We, we we do enjoy it but yeah um you know I'm, i think we should do that buy me a coffee thing no, I don't know, because I think people have to say whether they're buying a coffee. I don't I quite like it. The minute people start paying you, then you have to be sensible and like do well, things that's on true. time. And then, yeah, I know. This is and, sponsored by. Yeah, sponsored mat- by. Mattress company. Mattress somewhere. company, yeah. <laughs> or hemorrhoid cream or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> or, you know, the, or, you know, Online therapists. <laughs> oh, shit. That would be the perfect funeral one. funeral parlor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shut up. Oh, too soon. Too soon, way too soon. Like it's literally three and a half hours since I was lying on the floor of the vets, kissing his ears. Bless him. No, oh, that's an image. I, honestly, you have no. Oh no, I'm with you. At all, do you. I have. I totally have. And I've. Well, let's not open up a whole can of worms. But I've been walking Hadrian's wall, and as you, as you know, so anyway. Yeah. Anyway. And with my dog Esther, who's eight and a half, and she's she's not young, but she's not old. She's in between, yeah, and she's yeah, doing she's fine. And I've just got this real sense of um. I've had lots of dogs over my life, but this dog like Esther is just, and I thought there's a real sense of, we're just kind of, we're just journeying through life a little mm-hmm. bit together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and having met her, I know she is like the apple of your eye. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so she, she's taught me a lot about life anyway. Um, mm. But what I was trying to say before you, yeah, talk, sorry, sorry. Before you got into money was um, if people, <laughs> what would really appreciate if people have got this far in the podcast is to people put a review wherever they listen to their podcast. It really yeah. just does help. So that whether that's just click stars or put in a really quick review, yeah. obviously don't say bad things. Um, because if you do, do, we just delete them anyway. So that's fine. Well, we can't. No, we can't actually. That's true. So if you look, if oh, what's well great done. on that, well done, Al. That's the trolls at it now. This is the well, worst podcast hey, in the world. Look, any, any attention is attention. Well, true. Um, yeah. yeah, so if you look on Apple, there's some like one star reviews and you go, hmm, should it yeah, be that bad? Can, can you just, you need to frame that properly because they were from like seven years ago when we yes. used Skype. We used Skype, like, dear listeners. <clears throat> and it was just, uh, even I listen to them now and go, oh, dear me, that was the worst. It's, Our sound quality was rubbish. I'll say. But now we're, we're proper BBC, aren't we? This is the BBC. On this one. Yeah, on this one we are. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're a bit, you're a bit. I didn't want to say at the beginning, but you're a bit p- p- blowy. P- you've got your plosives, a bit blowy. Yeah, so if you'd moved it down, down a bit, well. no, it's, it's right. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. Anyway, we're, we're so into the long grass yeah, now. So put a review on Spotify or um, Google. Google Podcast is ending. That's found out. Um, um, oh, really? You might, yeah. And if you've got an Alexa, listen to the Adoption of Fostering podcast. Um, get your kids to go into the local Apple store and subscribe every device to us. <laughs> All of that, every little helps. We'll take it. Like anything. you did over the summer. Yeah, well done. <laughs> hey, what are you going to do with your 12-year-old? Bit of ragamuffinry. Yeah. Cool. Well, Scott, look after yourself. I hope your yeah. day gets better and I hope that um, that Scott, Tris gives you a big cuddle. Unlikely, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, and uh, I'll... I shall put videos of uh, your our little um, yeah, avatars on there, mm-hmm. and uh, what I thought I might do is send you mine and send you, and keep yours, and we could always have. Anyway, that's <laughs> that's creepy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I just love the Mrs. C. Did it honestly? She's hilarious. She is absolutely hilarious, and I knew nothing of that. And normally she would she would message me before I know. And say, I'm going to do this. So fair play to her. Yeah, fair play to that woman. Really, I'm out of favor. Whatever. God bless her. Anyway, and on that <laughs> nice note. Chatting. Yeah. Anchovy. Bon Jovi. Mm-hmm.